Hello, and welcome to Two Prompts in a Pod. I'm Tanisha. I'm Beth. And we are faculty and faculty developers at Glendale Community College in Arizona. And today we are, as usual, super excited about our topic. We are excited about every topic that we have here on our podcast. And we are really looking forward to what we're going to be talking about and then also who we have joining us today. So Beth, would you like to... Tell us who we're talking to today. Yes, we have one of our colleagues from the counseling department at GCC. We have Lynn Mitzi Barizak with us. She is a spiritual seeker, a counselor, a teacher, and she appreciates nature, nurture, and movement. She says she is both cynical and hopeful. She prays for a world rooted in love, flowering in compassion. That's beautiful. Welcome, Lynn. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. I was feeling very poetic when I put that together. Yes. Wow. <laughs> it's beautiful. So we have Lynn joining us today because today we're actually going to talk about um, what is your why or what is your purpose, which I'm sure is a question that some of you have pondered out there, or maybe you haven't thought about that question and maybe you're going to start thinking about it now. So we think it's definitely um, a really interesting topic to talk about. So that's the, that is what we're focusing on today. And we're talking about it because at our all faculty meeting after convocation, Lynn got up and made an announcement mm-hmm. about the, uh, purpose coalition at our district and our curiosity was piqued yes. and we wanted to know more about that and more in general just about finding our why and purpose absolutely so I am excited me too <laughs> I'm really excited and thank you so much for joining us so first let's kind of start with a question that people probably already have and hopefully you can kind of clear up Um, this first initial question, which is, can you explain to us this idea of finding your why? I'll try. I think it's linked to wellness, but particularly community wellness, something more than just oneself. I was looking at some things that Angela Duckworth had said, and she said, I quote, having a purpose is good for both you and the world. It drives a person to make positive contributions in line with their interests and strengths. And this pursuit gives one's life direction and forward momentum. It motivates and guides short-term goals as well as daily activities. And with a strong sense of purpose, we flourish. You enjoy a more meaningful life, are healthier, more resilient to setbacks, live more energetically, and feel good about what you've accomplished. I love that. There's so many things yeah. that really stuck out to I, me I, about that. There's like, a lot in there. Yeah. I know we almost need a moment of silence to digest that. I know. I need to <laughs> marinate on that just a little bit, like kind of really get a sense of just everything that you just said. Like, for example, um, how specifically it drives a person to make positive contributions in line with their own interests and strengths, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting that it's yeah. positive. Because, it, and it's more than just that person because they're making contributions to something greater than themselves. So that's mm-hmm. why I think purpose is bigger than just individual wellness. It's part of community wellness. Mm, okay. It makes a difference in the community. Okay. 
And then is community wellness just contributing to the greater whole, like the like the community, right? Groups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, the, it could be the community that one's a part of, and there may be many communities that we're a part of, or right. it could be the earth, the world in general, mm-hmm. that that kind of wellness too. Because if any one person is expressing their purpose, that has a ripple effect across anything and everything and it makes a difference okay like i think about like maybe i guess doctors who are part of the medical community Mm -hmm. and how maybe their purpose is to heal Mm -hmm. and how that can have a ripple effect right as Mm -hmm. far as patients and improving their lives along Mm -hmm. the way and Mm -hmm. serving that purpose but also helping others in the community Mm -hmm. with that so Mm -hmm. because that's helping that person serve their purpose, the, the person that the doctor is healing, they are now better able to serve their purpose, which makes whoever they're in community with better able to serve their purpose, better able to serve their purpose. And right. it just keeps going as a domino effect. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. So Lynn, can you tell us a little bit more about the district group that you are part of? Yes. It's called the Purpose Coalition. And it's involved, it involves Maricopa students, staff, faculty, and administrators. And we come together to talk about the importance and impact of purpose. We have different job descriptions, but we've discovered that we share an important uniting belief. And that belief is that success, whether it's academic, career, or personal, is connected to having a well-developed sense of purpose a sense of knowing why we do what we do. So when you get together and talk about the importance and impact of purpose, what can you give us a little peek of what that looks like? Sure. It, it looks a little different maybe each time. The big thing is a big day that we have, Purpose Dialogue Day. But at our meetings that are monthly, then we usually have an, an introduction because there's always a different set of people. Every time we meet, there isn't any commitment that anybody has to make. If they can come, they come. So there's a little bit of an introduction, and then we might share something that somebody's been reading, something they wanted to share, it, or somebody went to some talk that they wanted to say something about. So it's it's very, very informal. And then we will also spend some time defining, okay, what are we about this year? Um, or this semester, we haven't had our first meeting yet of the semester, and then we're, we're going to be talking about what do we want mm-hmm. this to look like this year. Mm-hmm. And for a couple of years, we've ha- we've invited a speaker from out of town to come, and we've invited all of Maricopa to participate in that. Mm-hmm. But we've had some help funding wise for that that, that we're not going to have this year. So so now this year we're rethinking how we're going to explore purpose. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I think it's really interesting, um, especially the belief that success is connected to your your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. As far as uh, what you accomplish, what you achieve is going to be connected to what's pushing you or driving you, mm-hmm. like a motivator mm-hmm. in a way. That's a great way to think of it. It's a motivator. And when we're not motivated, and if we're not engaged in something, if my heart's not there, then the job that I do is probably um, not as good of a job. Mm-hmm. It, I don't like doing it as much, um, so I don't do as well at it. And then that has a domino effect too. Then right. that influences others who 
recognize my lack of enthusiasm Mm -hmm. or my lack of commitment. And then they might feel that lack of enthusiasm and commitment. And then that domino works in the other direction. Right, right, exactly. So I think it's a good way to think about that or look at it. Um, And I think it's very helpful to really have that self-reflection as well to kind of really get a sense and idea of kind of where you're at and where you stand. You know, Mm -hmm. like we did the like back in 2017, the finding your why, finding your meaning, like workshop. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting because, you know, we kind of went through the process of just trying to figure out your why and figuring out your purpose. And, you know, in that room on that day, I felt like there were people who came to the realization that I'm where I'm supposed to be. Mm. And then there were other people who were like, maybe, maybe I'm not in the right place right now um, with, with where I'm at right now. Like I remember like going around a table and kind of talking about our purpose and our why. And, you know, a lot of people, it was connected to education and teaching. And there was one person who really emphasized and talked about like their love and their passion for like fitness and personal training and health and wellness. And I remember looking at this person and wondering, it's like, are you, are you in the right place? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I'm not sure what that person's, thought process was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they could have still come to the conclusion I'm where I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. but it just got me thinking, like when you kind of go through this process, mm-hmm. if it's one of those situations or things where you, you do come to that realization that like, maybe this isn't for me or maybe I'm not that great at it. And it actually can direct you into another direction or place. And I think the point that, that you're, the story that you've just told, Tanisha, to me brings up that whole community piece too, that it's mm-hmm. kind of a community wellness, mm-hmm. that I think sometimes it takes others around us to reflect back to us what they notice. So yeah. you notice that person became animated when they yeah. were talking about fitness yeah. and, and that they talked faster and that, right. that they were just excited about that in a way that maybe they weren't excited earlier in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and I think when we can honestly and truthfully share what we notice in somebody else that can also help a person find their purpose and that can be a wonderful domino effect right. as well if if we can be transparent and honest with each other in that yeah, kind of way absolutely yeah. yeah that's really interesting um so if there are people who are struggling kind of like the person i came across in mm, 2017 mm-hmm. um do you have any suggestions for how people can find their why on their own and what resources do you recommend to help people to find their why? Well, I think it's more than an on-your-own thing. Like I've been saying, I think community is a part of that. And and I think back to the speaker that we had last year for Purpose Dialogue Day, Dr. Jackie Bobian, And she was talking a little bit about the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you're familiar with that, at the very tippy top of that, the pinnacle of this triangle is self-actualization. And she was talking about some research that is suggesting that 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 actually the sense of belonging that's more in the middle of that pyramid is more of a place where purpose comes from because it's community oriented and that when we're just focused that if we are thinking more of ourselves then we're probably not as actualized and we're maybe not as purpose driven mm-hmm. but if we're engaged with the community and considering our impact on the community that there's more purpose to that so so let me try to get back to helping a person find their purpose so I think there's that community piece and and even the conversation that you were saying 
that I was suggesting this imaginary conversation you could have mm-hmm. had with the person at that workshop that you attended. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also there's a, a site that I've seen through UC Berkeley where they have a small list of values, six mm-hmm. or seven common values. Religion or spirituality was one of them, and business was something, community interest was something, um, politics was one of them. And, and people are, were, are invited to, to prioritize them. And then once you prioritize that, then live with that for a while and just mm-hmm. kind of marinate on that more than just a day, but think about it, write about it. There's a technique of, there's a 10 minute a day journaling technique that can be really good for purpose as well. Just that, that each day you write for 10 minutes. Sometimes you have a prompt that you might use, but to, to, Give yourself that time and that space to be able to think about what's important. So mm-hmm. the values are a really important part of finding purpose. And then bouncing those off of other people, I think, can help too. Okay. Yeah, I love that too. I'm just going to say that like after everything you say, Lynn, I'm going to be like, okay. I love that. <laughs> that sounds so good. That sounds so interesting. And, um, and I'm just absorbing, really. Mm-hmm. And of course, this next question for you, Lynn, this is very me, because then I started thinking when, when, you know, Tanisha and I were thinking about this topic, you know, what, what do people do if they discover that the life they're living doesn't really align with their why? Mm-hmm. I think that happens. And I think it's okay to recognize that that happens. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that would be the first thing I, I would, I would refrain from telling myself I'm not, I'm horrible because I'm not living my purpose. I would just want to encourage people to, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then the two things that come to my mind first are polar opposites. One would be baby steps towards finding it. Mm-hmm. And another one would be just jumping in, diving in and totally doing something different. And I think mm-hmm. that would depend on the personality. If somebody's more of a baby step type person, like that would be me, I'd be a baby step person. I would just do that values exercise Mm -hmm. and then I would do some journaling and I would engage with others and ask for feedback from others about how I I don't feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and I would really want to have that in conversation being a counselor you know I'm really into conversation and and engaging with others so so that is part of what I would want to do but then I have other friends and people that I know that they would just want to dive in wait a minute hold it, stop the horses. I'm out of here. I'm going to do this other thing over here that I've always wanted to do, but I've never Mm -hmm. had the guts to do. Mm -hmm. And, and maybe they have the stability at that point or a partner that can help support them while they go and jump into that other thing. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a couple different ways of doing that, but a a lot of those exercises that I said um, to find it and, and then just trusting, I guess, trusting it and then moving forward, going forward and being gentle with yourself. Like it's not going to happen right away. There's going to be days I don't feel like I'm living it or doing it, but be gentle. That's such good advice, Lynn. I got that from a former supervisor many, many years ago. Be gentle mm-hmm. with yourself. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. I like that a lot. Show yourself like some grace mm-hmm. you know, and some patience mm-hmm. um, and have some courage because that it sounds like that can be kind of scary for some people, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I think of someone who's like, uh, I think I saw online there was this woman who left her high-profile six-figure job to become a full-time ballerina dancer 
and that's what she does full time now. Mm. And she's super excited and happy about her decision. And, you know, I was sitting there thinking about her story and I'm like, oh, my, that sounds so scary, <laughs> you know, to go from what you know and what you're familiar with to just turning everything upside down and doing something completely different than what you what your norm was. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. taking that leap of faith mm-hmm. um, is, is really always interesting to me. People who do take those steps. There's an ice cream shop here in the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Scottsdale area called Sweet Republic. And the women that started that were bankers and they just had this dream that they loved ice cream and they wanted mm. to be able to to create wonderful flavors. And, and they've made it a reality. I mean, I love to read the, the article about them whenever I go there and I love their ice cream. Mm. And, um, and yeah, people do that, but it is scary and it doesn't always work. Right. But then if, if you don't try it, then you are left perhaps not feeling momentum towards your life the way you'd want it to be. Right, right. I mean, sometimes a misstep can give us momentum as much as a a step in the right direction. Mm, Right. Kind of a kick in the butt to go in the other direction. Mm, Okay. That's interesting. And I love the Sweet Republic story, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I love ice cream and I love stories. So the, Add, <laughs> the combination that, of adding that to my go-to list. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Check out Sweet Republic. So, uh, but yeah, no, thank you for, for sharing that. So the next question is how has finding your why impacted you? I hope, I, th- I think, I hope that it's made me softer. I have been pretty ambitious. I was pretty ambitious when I was younger and I, wanted to accomplish a lot of different things and I wanted, I tried the hard things and, and, and I think, well, I had a a health crisis in 2018, 2019, Mm -hmm. and I was undergoing some pretty serious cancer treatment that had the potential of having long-term impacts on the way I lived my life. Mm -hmm. There was, there was potential that mobility would be, would be compromised, that mm-hmm. my vision would be compromised. And I was really afraid mm-hmm. because I, I like being active. I like being kind of smart. I think of myself as, as smart and kind of a go-getter type or something. And and when this happened, I had to really slow down. I had to rethink some priorities and values. And I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. And writing that was sort of community writing, I guess, I, I had a blog that I wrote on and so people could read it and I had lots of responses and it was just so therapeutic for me to 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 gather my thoughts in a way that communicated what I was going through Mm -hmm. and one of the books I read I think was Love Medicine and Miracles by Bernie Siegel and part of what I got from that was my mantra that okay my purpose in life I think is to love and be loved Mm -hmm. and it came down to that it wasn't like well, if I can keep running, if I can keep jogging, right. or if I can do another triathlon, or right. if I can do this or that. No, it was like, okay, I just want to love and be loved. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of a health crisis, that was easier to say. Now I'm a few years past that, so that that's not as ever present for me. And some of the things that I'm reading now are reminding me, one of the ways to do that is just to listen. Mm. And to listen deeply and I, I, I try to problem solve. I'm, I'm a big problem solver. Ask my husband. He'll try to tell me something. He's like, okay, I'm not looking for a solution. I'm just looking to be heard. 
So he gives me really good feedback that way. And, and so that's what I'm now, a lot of the things that I'm reading and thinking about are just, just listen, Lynn, just listen. That's a way to love. Hmm. Did that answer your question? Oh my gosh. It's so deep. It was awesome. (laughs) There's so many, uh, just things to really take away from that, uh, from your experience, right? And it is interesting how those experiences can really impact your path, you know, and then in you having your path impacted, you actually impact other people's paths as well, Mm -hmm. right? Like the things that we say and the things that we do is definitely something that impacts our lives, but there is like that ripple effect, which you said earlier Mm -hmm. as well, that kind of really makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's something else that I want to say, but I'm just still listening. I can't quite find it yet. Yeah. (laughs) You can jump in at any point and say it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If something else comes to mind. So what about you, Bethany? Well, are we ready to move on to our next segment? Yes. What's on our radar, which is so much fun. So we will have our guest share first. What is on your radar, Lynn? Well, I had mentioned the Purpose Coalition, and so I wanted to let people know that we meet monthly. This semester, it's the first Monday of the month from 3 to 4 p.m. It's on Zoom. Um, So everyone, anyone's invited to that. You can contact Beth and Tanisha. They'll contact me, and I'll make sure that you get on the list so that you're Mm -hmm. invited to that. Mm -hmm. But I did think of one of the other things I wanted to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, do it. Go ahead. So um, Greg Boyle, who's who's the founder of Homeboy Industries, if you've mm-hmm. ever heard of that. It's in, it started in L.A., but it's actually worldwide now. He's another one that is getting me to really listen and to, to listen with contact, too, too. And so Homeboy Industries works with people that have um, had difficult lives and ended up in the prison system, ended up in gangs, and now they work for this Homeboy Industries. And, and it's all about hope and it's all about giving people the love that they perhaps never got other times in their lives and I just love him I love Greg Boyle everybody loves him that all of the homies that he works with love him and he he's got so many stories Tanisha you're going to want to read some of his books because okay, it's yeah. full of stories and I wish I could remember some of the stories right now but I I'm not thinking of one and I don't know what our time is but oh no you're fine um yeah, but he brings humor into into what he does with the with the, his homies. I almost said students because I think of students, but mm. um, he just listens so 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 deeply, mm-hmm. and he catches himself. He realizes like there was this one time he was giving it about to give a talk, and he gets many text messages every day. And one of the workers, who was a former um, gang member had written him in the morning, texted him in the morning. He didn't, he, he didn't respond until, he never responded. Later on in the day, hours later, she came into his office and she said, gee, they all call him G. Gee, I texted you this morning and you didn't write me back. And when you don't write me back, I think you're mad at me. Mm-hmm. And he was just, his heart broke for a second there. And he's like, no, he said, I, I, I love you. You mean everything to me. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, I, I just get 
500 texts a day, and I just couldn't respond to all of them. So then he's feeling really, really bad. He's at this talk. He's waiting to be introduced, but he's standing in the wings, texting back all of these messages that he had that day that he hadn't responded to yet. Mm. And, um, and then the speaker introduced him. He's still kind of texting his messages. And then afterwards, somebody approached him, and they said, I can't believe that you were like, not paying attention. You were texting when we were trying to introduce you and stuff. Mm. And and he said something snarky. I can't remember quite what it was. But uh, but he was kind of, at the moment, sort of proud of himself for being snarky. And then later on, he thought, you know what? That wasn't love. That was that was defensive. I was just trying mm. to protect myself. Mm-hmm. And and that and he caught himself. And, and I just love, that's one of the reasons that I love him is that, because I can be snarky too, and, and I really want to be loving, mm-hmm. but it's okay to sometimes fail at that yeah. and then just do the best I can to make amends. Yeah. Well, I wrote that down. Uh, Greg Boyle, homeboy. He said Industries, homeboy, homeboy industries. Mm-hmm. I need to pick that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah. For listeners. No, that's awesome. Okay, anything else on your radar, Lynn? It looks like you have Purpose Dialogue Day. Well, that was what we had money for in the past, oh, but I we see. don't have money for it this year, so we're trying to figure out what we're going to okay. do. Okay. Okay. Tanisha? Well, Homeboy Industries is now on my radar. Um, <laughs> and some of the other things that Lynn has mentioned in this conversation. But the thing I originally wrote on my sheet is actually Mean Girls, the musical. Mm. So if you are not aware, uh, Mean Girls, uh, there was the, the Mean Girls is a story about um, a girl who um, comes from uh she transitions from Africa because her dad, her mom was doing research to um, a high school in the U S and just her experiences being in this high school world and culture and dealing with the complexities, I guess is the best way to describe it of the ecosystem within high schools, right? The hierarchy of those who are popular and those who are not. So, and Lindsay Lohan is in it. So um, in 2003, it came out as a, a movie and then it went to Broadway as a musical, and now they brought it to the big screen as a musical. So um, we saw it uh, last night, finally, and it was good. It was really entertaining. I really liked it. I am a Mean Girls nerd. If you if you were a Mean Girls nerd as well, and you cross my way sometime on campus, and you know some of the lines, I will say them back to you. If, if you say one of them, All I will right. know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Like one of them is you go Glen Coco. Like that's that's another that's a funny one. Um, if you're familiar with the movie, you know what I'm talking about with the candy cane grams. Um, but it's one of those things where um, I'm a, I am a fan of Mean Girls and I love musicals and the fact that they just merged them together. I was like I have to go see this. So um, it was fun. It was entertaining and really liked it. And I recommend checking it out and seeing how you like it. If musicals and Mean Girls are not your thing, you probably should not. Go, go see the movie. <laughs> I love musicals. It's on my list now. Yes, musicals. So it was it was fun. And I recommend definitely seeing the movie before you, the original movie, before you see the musical so that you can understand the references. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I am looking forward to spring break. Yes. Um, we'll hopefully get to go see uh, my mom and stepdad again. Um, 
So, yeah. I think we're all looking forward to spring break. I know. Some of us are probably thinking about spring break and fall. <laughs> we're <laughs> to really be not honest. that far away. We're really not. Yeah. No. Like, it's it's going to be here like in the blink of an eye. It is. So, yeah. All right. So we are at the time of our segment where we are just going to leave you with a nugget. And I think the nugget is, um, you know, find your purpose and find your why. Or at least start the journey of trying to figure out what your purpose and your why is. Because I feel like when you find your purpose and your why, it really is like a compass, right? It's really directing you in the direction you feel like you were supposed to go in, right? So I think once you find that, then you can use your compass to direct you in where you could go. Um, whether that's fitness, like that person I came across at the seminar, or baking, or ice cream, like the Sweet Republic, um, it is so important to really find your why and to find your purpose. And I think if you don't know what that is, I think the first step that you can do, which Lynn miss, uh, mentioned, is just listening. Like just, I mean, maybe you need to take like three minutes a day to sit in silence and just have some stillness so that you can figure out what the direction you feel like you should be directed into. And, and it'll probably reveal some things to you that you probably never expected. So, um, you know, if you don't know, listen to what your life is telling you right now in this moment. And in this time, maybe after this podcast, you can take three minutes to just kind of sit in silence and start sifting through that, you know, so great idea. All right. Well, that really wraps things up for what we have today. I'm Tanisha. I'm Beth. Thank you so much for joining us on Two Profs in a Pod. Uh, we look forward to being with you on our next episode. Thank you so much, Lynn, for joining us. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us. If you enjoyed listening to this conversation and want to join in, leave a comment on our blog at twoprofsinapod.blogspot.com. Remember to spell out the number two. Other ways to show your support... Subscribe in your favorite podcast app, write a review on Apple Podcasts, or tell your colleagues about the show. Today, Two Props in a Pod is hosted by Beth Ayers, English faculty, and Tanisha Baca, communication faculty. The show is brought to you by the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Engagement at Glendale Community College in Arizona. 